Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. Uh, glad you could be with us this evening. Uh, hope everybody had a great New Year and a really, really good Christmas. Uh, to, this evening, I'd just like to bring you a short message, and uh, I hope that uh, you'll enjoy it. It's uh, I've entitled it "In God's Eyes," <coughs> and. Uh, it's kind of a true story, really, to you know, to a point. But uh, but anyway, years ago, I was with my granddaughter. Her name was Ellie, and she was up in my lap. She was really a very small child, and she was sitting in my lap. And she said one of the sweetest things to me as she was sitting there. She looked deeply into my eyes, and then she pushed her little nose right up against my nose, and then she said, "Papa." I can see me in your eyes. Well, what Ellie meant was that she could see her reflection in my eyes. And actually, I sat there and I told her, Ellie, you are always in my eyes too, and you're always in my heart, and I love you. And so now I just want to ask you a question. Do you ever wonder how God sees you? I think you might be surprised if you really understood how God's seen you. We may think that God looks at us with anger, with disappointment, and the fact of the matter is, God looks at us with His love. We read in Scripture about a young ruler who came to Jesus. And he had, and when he came to Jesus, he had like a kind of a proudness about himself and... Uh, he demanded. It wasn't like he asked, but it's more like a demand. He asked Jesus. He says, what do I need to do to enter the kingdom of God? Well, before Jesus revealed the answer to this young ruler, uh, we read in Mark chapter 10, verse 21. It says, looking at the man... Jesus felt genuine love for him. You know, and I really think this is the way that, that, that God looks at us, with love in his heart. You know what? Just think about it. We are his children. Just like Ellie, my granddaughter, is so special to me. And when she said, Papa, I can see me in your eyes. You know, that really touched me because she was so close. Like I said, she got right up there, was nose to nose and she was looking in my eyes and that's when she said, Papa I can see me in your eyes. God wants us to get close to him. This is also why he looks at us with love. God sees us for what we can be or what we can become, not just who you are or what you are right now. Jesus gave Simon the fisherman a new name. Now, I, I, this was kind of what part of my sermon Sunday, but I just added it in here because it's got made such a point to it that Jesus gave Simon the fisherman the new name of Peter. Now, the name Peter means rock. Something solid. Well, 
if there was anything that Simon wasn't at that time, or at that point in his life, it was a rock. Peter was not that solid right then and there. Matter of fact, Simon was known for his hot-headedness, his impulsiveness, and his willingness to speak his mind on just about any and everything. But Jesus, when he saw Simon, Jesus saw Simon, and he knew that Simon would grow into that new name of Peter. He wasn't there yet, but he knew at some point in Peter's life that, that Peter would become a rock. And in the same way, when we look at our own lives, maybe we just see a lump of clay. You know, so we're not satisfied many times with our life and with the way that we're living, with the things that we're doing. We just see ourselves maybe, just okay, let's just say a lump of clay. Well, God sees something beautiful that can come out of that lump of clay. Just like when he saw Peter, he knew, wait a minute, there's something that's good that's going to come out of him. Well, we have to remember, God is a great potter. Matter of fact, he's a master potter. He can make anything out of us that we will allow God to do. You know, God sees something beautiful and can, that can come out of that lump of clay. And we, like I said, we have to remember Nothing is impossible for God. He's a great potter. You know, we may just look and we may just see a blank canvas that a painter was getting ready to work on. Of course, at that time, we see a blank canvas. But you know, when God looks at it, He sees a finished work of art. Something beautiful. Because God already knows ahead of time what that artist is going to paint, what he's going to do, and he knows it is going to be beautiful. God sees things that we don't see. He sees on down the line. He sees a beautiful, beautiful picture. And all we're seeing is a blank canvas. Maybe we see ourselves like a lump of coal. coal. But God sees a beautiful, beautiful diamond. We see all the problems in our life. And believe me, most of us have got problems in our life. We see those problems. How do we handle them? What am I going to do? Well, we have to stop and realize when God looks at us, he, doesn't see, he sees all the problems. He knows the problems. But God also sees the solutions. He knows what needs to be done in our life. This is what we have to submit to God and say, Lord, I can't handle this. I can't do it. I need you to do it. And then allow God to work in your life and to do with you as He sees fit. God knows what you can do. Just like when He looked at Peter, you know, Peter wasn't at that point yet that God wanted him to be. But God knew that one day Peter would be a rock. And that's what God looked at. That's what God saw. We look at our lives. We see ourselves as failures. And God sees our potential. And He sees our successes. We see what looks like the end. But God sees a new beginning. 
Matter of fact, Sunday, that was the title of my message, New Beginnings. God sees our life. He sees what we can become if we will submit and yield our lives to God. God can do marvelous and wonderful things in each one of our lives. But we have to let God do it. You know, a lot of times we try to walk ahead of God and do things well, that we want to do, but God said, hey, 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 hold, hold on a minute. I've really got something else in mind. Something that's really going to be great. A way that you can really, really Move my kingdom forward. And we're not seeing what God's seeing. That's what I said in my sermon Sunday. We don't see what God sees. God sees way down the line. We're looking at right now. God sees what we can become. God sees what we can do. God sees what we can do to glorify Him. To to, to move his kingdom forward, how we can be a witness unto Jesus Christ, how we can come to other people and tell them what Jesus had done. A lot of times we go through certain things so God can give us a testimony, a testimony that we can talk to somebody and say, hey, I know what you're going through. I've been there. Let me tell you what God did for me. Let me tell you how God handled this in my life. Many times we go through things to better equip us to help somebody else to go through that same thing. And God knows what people are going through. He will put people in your life that you never expected to be in your life because He wants you to tell them what He did for you. How How God saw you in a way that you never saw yourself. You know, I told the people Sunday that I never expected that I would be standing in a pulpit. Never. I had friends that when they found out that uh, I was a pastor, they couldn't believe it. See, they knew me back when. It's just like these other disciples knew Peter back when, before God made a finished product out of Peter. They knew him before. It's like many people may know you as what you used to be. But now, they may see you what you can become or what you have become. I know a lot of guys and women where they've let their God handle and do things in their lives, they are a total new person. You wouldn't recognize them. You wouldn't know you, you couldn't believe what God has done and how God has changed our lives. That's what God wants to do with each one of us. He wants to change our lives. He wants to make things better for us. You know, like I said, Peter saw something in... God saw something in Peter that no one else saw. And I'm going to tell you right now, God sees something in you that others right now are not seeing. But God's going to surprise others with what you allow Him to do in your life. Yes, you can see yourself in God's eyes. Have you ever thought about that? You could see yourself. When you really, really get close to God, just like my granddaughter was sitting up in my lap and she got so close, she said, Papa, 
I can see me in your eyes. Do you realize the closer you get to God, the more you're going to see yourself in His eyes and what He sees for you? You can see yourself in God's eyes, just like my granddaughter saw her reflection in my eyes. But to do so, she did. You've got to get really, really close. I mean close. Our noses were touching. She was so close. She was just right there looking, right in my, and that's where she saw her reflection. You know, James gives us a word in, in, in his epistle. He says, in James chapter 4, verse 8, he tells us, draw close to God, and God will draw close to you. How close do you want to be to God? See, that's a choice you have to make. How close do you want to walk with God? Do you truly want to submit your life to God and say, God, I can't handle this. I've tried. I've failed. Lord, I'm turning my life over to you. Do with me what you will that I may serve you you are going to be so surprised at the change that's going to take place in your life, the things that you're going to be able to do for God. You know, and I got to thinking about that. The more that we can do for God, I'm not saying for the world to see or the church to see, but this is between you and God. This is between you and God. Many times people want to do stuff to, I'm going to just put it like it is, they want to do things that's going to glorify them and not God. They want people to look up and say, oh, look how he is serving God. Look what a great guy he is. And you know, sometimes when that happens, we can get kind of puffed up. Don't get puffed up. What's taking place in your life is God doing it, not you. It's the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you and that Holy Spirit wants to do so much with you. Will you allow Him to do it? Just like James here says, draw close to God, and the closer you draw to God, the closer God will draw to you. It's just like you sitting right there in God's lap. It's like your nose is right up against His nose, and you're seeing your reflection in God's eyes. You're seeing what God sees. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Do you want to serve God truly and let God be in your life? Let me ask you a question. How close are you to God? Think about it. How close are you to God? Is it an occasional visit to church? Well, maybe, well, I go at least twice a week. I mean, twice a month. Hey, you know, when you are serving God, you need to be in God's house every time those doors are open. I'm not exaggerating. God's got a word for you. You know, I have mentioned it. Sometimes when a pastor preaches a sermon, it may not be for everybody in that church. It might be for one person. One person that God placed in there. One person that had cried out to God, God, I need your help. 
God, I need a word from you. God gave you that word that Sunday. See, the reason I know is because I had it happen to me. One Sunday I was preaching, and I got to admit, I was not very happy with the sermon I preached. I mean, it just seemed like, Lord, I just don't feel like I did justice to your word. I was kind of down. And when the service was over, I got my stuff, my Bible and my notes and everything, and I started down the, from the pulpit. There was a lady standing there. She had walked up there. I looked at her. She had tears rolling down her face. And she looked at me and she said, Pastor, you do not know how bad I needed to hear what you just said. That service, that sermon was for her. God was talking to her. God answered her prayer. And here, I had to apologize. I did. I fell on my knees. I said, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I know we're not going to please everybody every time we bring a sermon. But when God puts something on your heart, bring that sermon. He's got a reason. He's got a reason. So how close are you to God? Are you close enough that you can see your reflection in His eyes? If not, you need to get closer. You need to get closer. You need to get into more of a fellowship with God. You need to get into His Word. You need to pray, God, reveal to me what you want me to do. Reveal to me, Lord, so that I can better serve you. And it's going to happen. The closer you get to God, the more God can use you. Can you draw closer to God? Maybe you need to draw closer to God. Maybe you hadn't thought that much about it. You just said, well, you know, nothing's really going on in my life. It seems like I'm kind of stagnated. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a standstill. Have you prayed about it? Have you asked God to make a change in your life? Have you asked God to use you for His glory? You need to get in the Word. You need to make time. I get up early. I'm an early riser. Now, I, do, I admit, I go to bed kind of early, but I get up early. And that early time in the morning is where I spend my time with God. I go in there. I get my Bible. I sit down. I read. I study things. And many times God has revealed things to me that I am so grateful to God for what He has done. He has showed me things He wanted me to do. He's given me sermons to preach. He's given me a ministry that I can serve Him. What do you want in life? What do you want God to do for you? Just like James said, draw close to God, then God will draw close to you. Do you need that closeness? Do you need God to speak to you? Do you need God to reveal things to you? 
get so close that when you look in God's eyes, you see your reflection. That's what God wants. He wants that kind of a closeness between us and Him. That's just kind of what I wanted to say. That's just something that was kind of burning in my spirit that we don't stop and think about it. That God loves us just like we love our children. And God wants that closeness. Just like I enjoyed that so much when my granddaughter crawled up in my lap, put her arms around me, and was sitting there and talking. And all of a sudden, out of those sweet little eyes, she looked at me and said, Papa, I can see me in your eyes. That was great. I loved it. God wants you to see your reflection in His eyes. He wants you to get that close. Do you need to get close? Do you need to get close to God? Maybe you strayed from God a little bit. Maybe you need to come back. If you strayed, you definitely need to come back. God's got something for you to do. He has something for Peter to do. Peter has struggles. Peter made mistakes. Peter goofed off. But God forgave him and used him mightily. God can forgive you and use you mightily. Would you pray with me? Father God, I come into your presence asking you to forgive me of any sin in my life. Lord, I want to draw so close to you. I want to get so close that I can see me in your eyes. And then I want you to use me, Father, for your glory, that I can serve you, that I can bring others to know you. That ought to be every one of our desires, to bring others into the presence of God. Is that something you want to do? God wants you to. God will anoint you. He will give you that power to do so. Will you let Him? Will you let Him? Will you submit to Him and say, Lord, I want to draw so close, so close, Lord, that we're nose to nose. Nose to nose. I want to be that close. If you do, you can. That's what God wants also. So could you pray and just ask God to forgive your sins? If you've messed up, say, Lord, I want to come back. Oh, it's, it's just kind of like that prodigal son. God's sitting there. He's looking down the road. Looking for you. And I guarantee you, the moment he sees you coming up that road, he's going to run. He's going to meet you. He's going to throw his arms around you. He's going to start kissing on you. And say, welcome home, my child. Welcome home. That's what God wants. I hope that this message tonight, you put it in your heart. And I hope you'll draw closer to God and let God use you in a way that you never thought He could. Like I said, nothing is impossible for God. Let Him have your life. You'll never regret it. Come to Him.
Receive Him as your Lord and as your Savior, and He'll grant you eternal life. We're in times right now that the Lord could come back at any moment. And you just have to ask yourself, if He come back right now, would I be ready? Lord, thank You for loving us. Thank You for walking with us. Thank You for caring. Lord, thank You for everything that You've done. Just let me serve You. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to thank you all for being here tonight. hope you enjoyed the message. I hope you got something out of it. I will see you next Tuesday. God bless you. And you all have just a great week in God. Thank you.